Alexa. Nah, not yet. You know what? You know what? Not yet was a subunit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Sorry, I had to just bit into a granola bar. Made my mouth really dry. Before we start, I just wanted to introduce the podcast properly. Welcome to You Got a Story. I am your host, old to the motherfucking T. And this is a podcast about podcasts. And we're about to have a show. Before we start, I always want to give out these ads just because I want to help y'all get some deals out there. Black Friday might be coming out. You want to? Hey, Sandy, Sandy, we have a dog in here. And Sandy is really hyper to see me, and she's jumping up and, and distracting me. But I love you, Sandy, my brother's dog, who was my guest, who we'll introduce in a second. But back to these ads, you know, for people out there who, who want to talk to, have a therapist, not have a therapist, but talk to someone on a therapy level. Hey, Sandy, come on, buddy. On a, on a therapy level, communication with somebody is something called BetterHelp, and BetterHelp if you want 10% off, you go to betterhelp.com slash idiots and the promo code is idiots and you get 10% off your conversation. Another thing that I'm noticing out here that people are doing is called Blue Chew. It's a sex pill. It's like Viagra, but it's a new 2.0 version from what I'm understanding. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm hearing good things from people and their reviews. Um, so if you want some Blue Chew, go to bluechew.com. Promo code is tip. Um, yes, I got this from TI's. Um, I mean, how do you how do you say the word expeditiously? I think that's what it's. Did I say that right? Probably wrong. Um, English is my second language. Uh, so that's there if you want Blue Chew, and if you also want to double up on Blue Chew because you want another package and whatever, whatever. There's another promo code that you can have right here. Same website. Just put the, the promo code Andrew, and you'll get both of these shipments, free shipping, and all you gotta do is pay five dollars for the first. This for your first free shipment. I don't know, man. Double up on some free stuff if you want it. And then, let me see. Anything else here that you guys might be interested in? That Postmates credit is there, guys. If you want $100, $100 in delivery credit, just go ahead and go to Postmates. Uh, put the promo code IDIOT, and you get $100 of free delivery credit. So people, so all of your deliveries will be free for $100. Uh, oh, I just found this out. I'm about to start using this. I can't wait to start using this. It's called Honey. Um, so basically it's a free browser that saves money and time. So basically scans the internet for coupons and, um, codes and other discounts and automatically applies it to the, to the cart that you have. And when you go to checkout, you get to save money because you're using real coupons. So this thing is called honey. I recommend you go there. I'm going to go there and definitely do that. I wish I would wrote the whole website, but it's what it's just put honey in Google. Put honey in Google and, and look up web browser and it will save it'll, it'll help you find coupons. I'm gonna start doing this because uh, it's actually smart as hell. Uh, let me see. Any other things? Manscape, I'm also gonna buy soon. Manscaped.com. Um, it's 20% off plus free shipping. So I'm gonna do that. This is uh promo code is flagrant too. Uh, I told you guys this is a podcast about podcasts. I ain't playing with y'all. This is this is ask for y'all to go and enjoy. I'm gonna get this manscaped because I need to start regularly manscaping. Getting, I'm getting back out there, guys. Single OTs out here. Uh, that sounded so fake. Damn. Anyway, I think that's all the ads I have. Uh, CB Dylan, which sounds like a CBD oil situation, but that's I don't have enough information, so I'm not gonna give that to you guys whole, uh, half-heartedly. All right. 
Now that all that is done, as are given, discounts for you guys who enjoy, let's get to the show. Alexa, connect. Searching. Alexa, play. Alexa, play. Still waiting by Tory Lanez. This is my song right now. I've been playing it nonstop. I really hope you never ever get to love me. I'm thinking of all the times that you done me. Now that I'm popping, you got me right where I'm on. Right where I wanted to be when you would love me. Cause you slipping and living, sipping bubbly. You took a look at these niggas, ain't none above me. The way you look in is like a thousand dollars With my confidence, took every ounce dollar I really hope you never get to love me I wanna be so much time sipping on bubbly Not even a thought of you in my mind Visions of you in blood Oh, you used to call just to tell me I sure ain't all the wicked if a girl you felt me Part of everything I always try to tell you Yeah, head it down, I'ma get you the bag with the Chanel C's Cause it was us against the world, but what they tell me but I should've listened to the shit they were telling me I thought you were taking a W, it was just a L on me Now I'm caught up in this situation where L.O.V. got the best of me I'm trying to find something, trying to align something Still hoping and praying that you'll be my something Out laying and hoping and praying that you didn't dead in me I know I treat you better than your man Yeah, fuck that nigga Trying to treat you better than he can I know that you ain't really about to dub Tell him, Trey. I know you want to tell me that you love me. Girl, I know you want to ride it like a hobby. Know you want to let me swim in a tsunami. Swear I never felt this way by nobody. Swear I never felt this way by nobody. Girl, you got me doing things, this is not me. Sprung over you, girl, I cannot be. Girl, I know some things have changed. But you see, you and me, we still a Tory Lanez featuring Trey songs called Still Waiting. That has been tugging strings on my heart for a few days now. Um, but it's it's that feeling of good. I feel It feels so bad that it's good. And um, I love that album, man. It's coming out. It's came out, but it's a great album, I think. Uh, uh, just just on the tip of the fact that like it's just timing wise, it came at the at, at it's scary. This Janae Aiko, like with Big Sean, like all of their albums, music is scary. How coincidentally, music ties into my life at the time that it does. Like it's so wild to me. But without further ado, my brother, let me introduce you. 
appropriately, because you are my brother from the same mother, uh, comedian extraordinaire, uh, uh, comedy blog extraordinaire, uh, husband, brother, son. I'm acting like I'm at your eulogy, but whatever. Uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, help me introduce O.J. Patterson. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, you know me, man. I'm just going okay. How about yourself? Uh, from, my, from my vantage point, uh, you look like you're doing better than okay. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. But looks could be deceiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going. I am... Uh, to be transparent with the listeners, I am going through a broken heart right now. Um, so that sucks. That sucks. And it's like it's like one of those it comes it comes to a head now. So it's like I feel it all at the, at this point. So it's like I get to I get to I have the joy of uh, of being in, I have been in love and to feel this pain. It's um it's a it's a blessing, you know. It's a blessing. It is. Uh, you are way more magnanimous today than you were. On the phone yesterday. <laughs> it feels good to be feeling feelings, you know? <laughs> Just out here feeling feelings. Thank God you be feeling horrible, you know? I think sometimes I pray, I say, dear God, give me something to be real sad about today so I could just, you know, get these feels out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I am. Magnolias, that's where we stopped at. Mag. Mag. Magnonia. Magnonius is not a word. Magnonia. <laughs> Now you got me fucked up. <laughs> Magnanimous. Magnanimous. It sounds like it's like I'm belittling the the, the person I'm I'm projecting that toward, right? Because it's it said uh, it, like it, I'm I'm above them almost, right? It's the idea of being the bigger person, which is such a very uh, it's it's a pretentious way to 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 think. Pretentious. To be like, oh, you know, I'm out here forgiving these little peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that you got that out of there. Like you pull that apart like that. Cause yeah. it's, it sounds like that too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, I, honestly, bro, it's just it's like positive. Uh, uh, like it's almost like I, 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 my my case how I have uh, these fortune cookies and they're positive uh, reinforcement. Uh, what's the word? Um, affirmations. Affirmations. Yeah. They're positive affirmations that I see every day. Like things like I love life. Uh, very much time, take time to reflect daily and I feel like this is that me saying that the way that I did is just kind of my um, my trying to be positive about it and affirming myself um, something you know in, in some positive way because because uh, I've, I've I, it's 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 an interesting thing it's a first it's a first for me really um, and uh, I don't know it's different I knew it was different because I started talking to the people about it just to get their own own opinions. Like I started calling multiple people, mm-hmm. not just yourself last night. I mean, um, a, a array of people who knew me in my past because I wanted to hear my past talk to me before I made a decision on my present mm-hmm. that would affect my future. And I needed people who knew me <laughs> in my all capacity of who I am, at least the past version of me. And, and I had to connect it to the future. So that's and, and then through all of that, I went to Santa Monica, you know. Uh, and drove out there late at night, and um, going there and just and just being here in the water, man, was very relaxing, and it just helps. It helps. I, mean, I do need therapy, probably, but you know, I'm not. I'm yeah, not. I mean, you could probably. There's a number of sponsors you could use. You could be out <laughs> here 
<laughs> you could Postmates you some um, some uh, eat your feelings food <laughs> with a hundred dollar delivery credit. You can eat all your feelings for the first seven days. <laughs> I already uh, done it. You can manscape a little sad face <laughs> into your your pubes. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, get a blue chew and whack some ween and just really feel all these feelings that you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, you should be in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Not that expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm scared of therapy. Honestly, I don't. Because what if I go to therapy and they tell me I'm bipolar or like there's something is something I was right about what's wrong with me and and and. And it, it's admirable what I've I've done to try to correct myself and be um, conscious about who who about these things about myself. Yeah. But it, it, in in the greater scheme of things, it was just cute compared to what I get from them and and what they say like, oh, you're sociopathic or like all of my big fears that like exactly that's a fear like I've never killed anybody and that's like and the reason why I didn't want to go to war was because. What if I enjoyed it? Like, what if I enjoyed it, that act of taking the life? What if you were a sociopath? It's like, yeah, sociopath, psychopath, and who enjoyed hurting people. And I just was um, never in that position to try it out and know and see for myself. Um, well, you know, uh, I'm not a car person. Um, I've never owned a car. Uh, I've been in cars. I've driven cars. Uh, but I do know, like, a check engine light. It's pretty important. Like, I don't know shit about cars. But if the car is telling you something, yeah. uh, I, I you typically just, you know, stick with, you know, trust the car or the car manufacturers that got to, to get you on that. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there's some people who, like, intuitively know that their car is fucked up. <laughs> and driving it for so long. have all the tools. Mm-hmm. have that little... That little elevator for the car that go that make the car go up and more power to them. But most people, <laughs> I assume yourself included, mm, aren't fixing their own cars. So it's ironic that they're like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> the most complicated organ in the history of humankind. Thing that makes us different than the animals and allow us to experience things on a on an existential level. <laughs> I know all about that. I watched some Magic School Bus or some other bullshit they say. They Grey's say. Anatomy. I watched that. Yeah. That's teaching me a lot about my heart. It's very it's very silly. Especially when it's just like like um uh culturally uh black people or or whatever really they they need a lot of uh validation from their peer group. And they need a lot of like, like you know, they need a lot of like uh, confirmation that they look good, that they that 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 they're cool, that they're whatever they want to like present to the world. They usually bounce that off a few people, you know. Sometimes uh, people who have less style than them, less or people who have more style than them. But if they're like, oh, what if if they're like, oh, how do you feel about these shoes? And then. Uh, they're like those. The shoes are bad. Mm-hmm. They very Trash. rarely keep wearing those shoes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know yeah. why anybody who like is afraid that they have mental health issues are like talking to their friends and they're just like, man, this person who don't know shit about shit either. He said I'm all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's so true, bro. Because that's exactly how I learned how to talk to girls growing up was peers. Because our father didn't teach us yes. anything about. I mean, did he teach you about women at all? He taught me about um, about yeah. He did. Yeah. What is a lesson you remember? Like, what's some besides holding the door open? Because I learned I learned that too. Like that. Like, I do, if you don't open the door, if he if you don't open the door, he was he threatened to beat you up. So it's like, or you know what I mean. So yeah. that was what I learned. That was the only thing I learned about how to court women was to how to open the door. Yeah. But other than that, what else did you did he teach you? Um. Well, he we we he. It was more of like a, um, an expedition. He had this whole thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm remembering it right. He probably would say it differently, or he probably didn't internalize it. But uh, he was like, uh, compliments are very important. And we were walking around, I think a mall, and uh, he was just. Uh, uh, having me compliment women or I think he was complimenting with something weird <laughs> while something he was married, inappropriate. Right? <laughs> no, it wasn't when I was married. It was, he was divorced as fuck <laughs> walking around the mall. I don't know where you were. It was us probably t- in the game store playing the games. Yeah. But yeah, he, you know, he, he, he didn't tell me how to compliment women. He definitely told me that it's important to compliment women. Mm, okay. And to not be like a fucking creep about it. So yeah, he taught me that he taught me it. I would say uh, a lot of like life lessons. I would say the the main lesson from every person in our family. It's, it's not like not to do, right? Yeah, it's not what's not to do. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Like too. I feel like TV and movies got people fucked up where they're just like, oh, he didn't teach me how to shave, or oh, they didn't teach me how to ride a bike. Yeah, like I got pushed, like. Down a hill on a bike. That's how I learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> or I saw somebody split their head open in our neighborhood trying to ride a bike. And that's how I learned how not to ride a bike. Or I learned to like not how to not get in trouble by, you know, watching my brothers get in trouble. Like, yeah, I uh, mean, and you did get in trouble once that I remember twice. But when was- who gives up? For, who's counting? It's, it's 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 not a competition. I'm saying that, you know, to rely on people to like give you a uh, a dissertation on how to like do certain things in the life that you want to lead is 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 uh, it's tricky. I mean, well, I would. I'm only counting because I got so many and I just noticed you didn't. And it's, and um, so you remember things like that, but you're right. It's one of those things um, where you're learning from, you know, your, your family. And then you, then you also learn uh, that it's broader than that. And you should like, you should try learning from your peers, which is what I tried to do with how to talk to women and on that tip. And uh, the reason why that didn't work is because what these kids are being taught were toxic, obviously, because we're changing it up now. Mm-hmm. So it's just a whole. So now it's like I, I dove so heavily into peers because I didn't have uh, <laughs> Sandy. Relax, relax. But I dive into peers because I didn't have many options of anybody else to go to about these things. Yeah. So now I'm at a place of. Um, I guess 
going back to that, I think, I think this is what this was, me going, because I, I stopped doing that for a few years. Like I stopped talking to people and, and asking them about things, but I went back to that. And I don't know, man, it's, I'm, I, to go to the people and just talk to people who didn't, who, 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 who don't even know the situation like that, who, who are look, looking at it from the outside and are giving me their inputs. And it's just, it's, 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 I miss that. It's almost like church when you, not church, because that at church you have like-mindedness, but it's like, it's, it's just having friends, man. I, th- I think I just miss having friends. I think I've, I've, uh, I've reached that point to where I thought I could do it without friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even like without them, like I never wanted to see them, but like, I didn't think I needed to put effort with friends. I think I, I think I was going to miss them, but going through this has kind of sparked that. It's like, yo, like I even, at this point in my life, I value family. And and I'm very heavy in family. I'm very important. Like I uh, I want to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. I want to be a better father than I than I had. Um, but I also want to take the lessons from my stepfather, who it, it taught me how to be a man. So so it's very important to me that family. My mother's of course, but family is very important. But it's broadening out broadening out to friends and 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 acquaintances and and because it's I really want to double down on that. I want to double down on 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 being more involved and in, not involved in like hitting people up, but like just going back to how I felt a friend, the friend that I've always thought that I was. Mm-hmm. Not that I always thought that I was, but I always, you know, they say if if you you want to see if, know if you're a good friend, ask yourself if you, if you want you, yourself as a friend. Mm-hmm. And so like I want to get back to that because when I, I used to see myself as a mm-hmm. friend, I used to, I thought I was an amazing friend. Like what what is what is you being a good friend? I'm a very like. I'm a loyal person. I'm very, very, uh, if you're my friend, you're my friend. Like there's no, I don't, I don't cut ties when you're my friend. Like I might, uh, uh, if you call me, I'm there. If I can, um, I, 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 I'm there for you. I want basically the way I want to be treated type of thing. Like treat others how you want to be treated. I, I'm a, I, I'm so invested in my, in my friends. And I want to, I always want to make sure they're good. I'm also caring, but that was kind of the scary part and the hurtful part. You know, I remember tell, um, I, I was talking to a, a lady friend of mine, um, uh, shout out to her. She's married, a beautiful family or she's, you know, beautiful, uh, husband. I guess he's handsome. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I was talking to her and she said, she reminded me that I told her, I don't like having many friends because it means I have to go to many funerals if I survive. Okay. Yeah, it was dark. And um well, also dumb as hell. Have you been to a funeral recently? No, that's what's scaring me. I remember being to I've been to a few hurtful hurtful Man. ones in the beginning. Remember Man. remember uh God Godmama Diaglo? That it, it's 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 painful as a kid cuz you don't know how to process it or whatever. And you know, we have a real fucked up uh relationship to death in general, I think. But um no. Uh as painful as it is, it's one of the more, uh, like, I guess, reassuring things, you know? Like, not in a way that's like, um, like, it's not comforting to know you're going to die, but like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of um, just being with the people that knew that person and laughing and crying. Like it's a very human thing. You know, I don't think lions give a fuck if one lion dies, 
But I think it's like dogs do. They cry. Yeah, dogs feel it. But I think it's like the it's it's necessary, you know? It like reaffirms like this is like who you are and and what's around you and and what you're invested in and uh you know, you go to a black home going that's one of the coolest shits in the whole world. A black home going? Yeah. When it's like the person's super religious and they go to you go to their church and they almost have like a, a whole ass service <laughs> about that one person. <laughs> yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, it is. So yeah. Um I don't I don't think like I can't wait till some of my friends die. <laughs> I can't wait because most of them ain't gonna get married. All I know is fucking degenerates. <laughs> And dudes who like hold on to weird family shit so they don't want to start a family until they old as fuck. And then, hey, hey, then I, I gotta I gotta get a suit. I gotta get a suit that looked like all these other motherfucker suits if we're really <laughs> close like that. Miss me with that, bro. I wanna just show up in like a nice blazer, maybe it's just some work clothes. Talk some shit about you. <laughs> Make fun of, like, you know, see how cute your family members are or whatever. And then uh, go home. I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to waste a whole weekend driving out to the fucking, um, to some destination weddings to see you happy because you go. And then if you get divorced, man. <laughs> There's no equivalent of the divorce for people who dead. It's not like somebody dead and they come back and they're like, hey, what's up, my brother? And you're like, man, I cried the fuck out of you. What are you doing here? Why are you breakdancing? Uh-huh. You see that in TV shows, though, where people are like, oh, we're back to life. And I'm like, you see it like those characters go through that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, then it's just like, that's how you know the show's about to end. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be afraid of that. I would be afraid about, like, if a person asked me to move, I don't want that to be worried about but most of the most friendship is worth it even the funeral mm. that's how i feel now family that's worse <laughs> i don't want to see any of my family die that's a bummer but if i don't have to worry i don't worry about any like estate sales or uh any other wills or you know family shit then it's just like uh give me give me a Give me some hors d'oeuvres or not. <laughs> give me a nice pew. Uh-huh. Give me like a, ooh, give me like a a, a religion that I'm not really sure. Like a, Buddhist, <laughs> like a Catholic or a Buddhist with I don't know all the steps. So it's still new to me. Like, oh, we getting up again? Are we going down again? Are we going up again? I, I do want to do that. I, I, I didn't think I, I didn't know I went that I had that interest. I want to do that too. I want to go to a different religion's funeral. I'm telling you, let's do, let's do wedding crashers, <laughs> but the for funeral funerals. Crashers. Oh, shit. But. Only funerals that we don't know, know the, the the who the person like the the, the just a, like an anthropological study, like uh-huh. what is it like to go? Because I went to a, uh, my my uh, my grandfather in law, I guess was how you would classify him. He passed away like a year ago, and it's super different because he was he was a Jewish person, um, and. Uh, it was pretty normal. I would get. I, you would say. You. I would say it was a pretty normal 
ceremony in terms of it felt very you know like similar to a christian funeral but then they were like all right it was a bit of a uh an argument because one of the aunts was like we have to put all the dirt on him <laughs> right everybody had to like take turns putting on this dirt and, and then everybody else was like no like everyone does like a ceremonial whoof it's a nice wishing yeah and then the people who were paid to <laughs> people who who making money on putting people in the ground, they do the rest of that. Yeah. And then it was just like it was some people there. It was like one shovel. It wasn't coordinated well. <laughs> but it was it was yeah. it's it definitely beautiful. Yeah. No, it's definitely a different experience. Definitely interesting, enriching just to see, you know. Cause I'm, I want to know how people say goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've done so many goodbyes. We have so many topics. We haven't. We're gonna we're gonna dive in these topics in a second. No. Uh, but yeah, like just to close this topic off. Um, yeah, I'm interested in that. Like how many people, like how people say goodbye, is very interesting because I've done it so often um, in life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just I need to find a new way to say goodbye. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a better way to say goodbye than the way that I've been saying goodbye. Probably. I I uh I think the way you say goodbye is like uh is I mean it depends. I know some people who like I get obsessive about and then it stops cuz you know whatever. Uh time distance. And then when I see them they it there's nothing there Mm. so then it's just like all right i have to like grieve the part of me that really um put a lot of time and energy into it so that i mean there's so many different things to say goodbye to you know Mm. like it's everything has an emotional weight so uh and then some are you know compounded some have multipliers on it so it's just like you know there's no one swell fell swoop on any of of uh the things that you don't care about that you say goodbye to like saying goodbye to some something that you wore a lot or a place that you live at it's a lot different than saying goodbye to a relationship and uh you know as the relationships are different there's different ways to say goodbye to those people. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty, you know, there's no, it's no false. There's no like one solution. Yeah. 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 You're right. Well, on lighter news, let's get into some topics. You know, we, got, we went to a very, uh, dark place very early in the podcast. Just Deep. Fine. Rich, not dark. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Rich. Um, let's start off with. Let's see, because honestly, I want to make this a episode about like for the family type of thing for the family. For what the are you men. talking about? Like those, because I, when I listen to podcasts, sometimes they have episodes where it's just them like doing listener mail and um and um. And they just kind of talk one on one about what they want to do, whatever, whatever. So I think this is this feels like this is what this is about to turn into. So because um, I do have some questions from from guests, so 
definitely going to do that later in the episode. Okay. Uh, definitely have some guest questions. Um, hope I can get to the questions without the audio messing up. But before, but uh, further ado, um, I what I'll, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna integrate everything together because that's what I like to do. I like to blend. So, <laughs> so how 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 into hip hop are you? Because some of these questions are like, can we speak up? Not at all. It's it's right. I, I have a cursory knowledge of of, of hip hop concepts or uh personalities or, or artists but i i uh i'm out of it why i mean from the list that i that from our from our from our you know what is this called the uh, the rundown. list the, the rundown our rundown um you you have it in front of you i mean there's any is there anything that jumps out that you want to jump on real quick and have a convo about real quick thoughts on them? um well you know as the not host no <laughs> <laughs> As the person not leading the conversation, no. You're right. Do your job. You're right. Get together. <laughs> You're fucking mess still. Yep. Do your job. Those positive affirmations are not working as hard well as I want them to. Okay. What do you have that's so interesting? What do I have that's so interesting to talk about? With in terms of the rundown, what do you what do you what's what immediately? Why did you put these words on these papers? <laughs> <laughs> Defend your position. <laughs> Who's this motherfucker who wrote um, uh, J. Cole done with rap after next after the fall of Joe Button, the Joe Button podcast? Why did that person write that on this thing that I'm looking at? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. We can start. We can start there because. Because with you, I don't know what to start with because I don't know what you're interested in, really, for real. Like, um, some of these topics are, like, very hip-hop based this week. So, I so I, I was trying to, like, figure this out. And I think I did. Okay, so you jump with Joe, J. Cole. Joe Button, so from the Joe Button podcast, because this is a podcast about podcasts. Mm-hmm. He said that J. Cole is going to be retiring after his next album. Mm-hmm. And I'm a J. Cole fan. Like... I'm not going to say Stan, that's a little too deep, but mm-hmm. I am a fan. Like, when you tell me top three rappers of my era, it's Wale, J. Mm-hmm. Cole, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. In that order for me. Okay. And J. Cole leaving right now, like, at, at his plateau, it is, it, I don't think he's going to. Like, to, from watching how he moves, I think he's, he's trying to follow, not trying to follow, I think he emulates Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And with Jay-Z, his next route was Rockefeller. And his next route was bringing people with him and and making them stars and and doing that venture. And then he gets into other things. And that's what J. Cole was, I think, doing. Like, he started his Dream Chasers label. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, even if he does retire, quote-unquote, I don't see why he wouldn't do a Kanye, a version of his own Kanye producing uh, a Thrones album. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know the title of it right now, but that... (laughs) The album of you know y'all know the album of Kanye and Jay Z yeah um, Battle of the Thrones or something like that but Ga- it's like Game of Thrones by Kanye <laughs> so so I'm watching his moves and I'm just trying to like analyze them to apply them to my life and how I live um, because his albums you know well, we were talking about the timing of music mm-hmm. his albums came at a very great time you know for me like especially his angry album the Born Center like at that point people were getting shot left and right I'm 
traumatizing myself by looking online and watching my people who look like me getting shot by police and everybody else. And I'm hearing him go and his flow. And then, so he, I'm like, I am, I, I sound like I'm a stand, but it's, <laughs> but it, I just respect his moves and I'm watching this and it's like, it's a very smart play. And I think, I think with him going to the next level of backing away from music, I was like, maybe we see him with acting. I love to see they co-act. I love to see him do show us he can do something beyond music because I think he's more than music. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why that resonated with me because, I mean, we, we look at things in our own view because it's our world that we look in because it's our eyes that we're using to see the world. So therefore, I mean, when our world ends, it's, there's no more world to us anyway. So I look at him and see myself and that's kind of like, it's, it's inspiring, but I don't think he's going to do it that way, my way, the way that I'm thinking. Do you think, has there been anything that you purposefully uh, quit that you, to open up other avenues that you like made a conscious decision to stop doing? Um, yeah, I almost said no, because <laughs> I hate quitting in my life. I hate quitting. Um, because I believe with enough time and, and enough dedication, I could do anything. I could be a heart surgeon if I wanted to. I could start med school tomorrow. That's the kind of person, that's the kind of mind, mind that I have right now. Today, I might think something tomorrow be completely different, but right now, that's how I think. Mm-hmm. And, but when you said that, it reminded me of when I went for cosmetology in, in New York. Mm-hmm. And I became, um, uh, right out of high school, I went and I became a hairdresser. I went to cosmetology school, did the test, became a hairdresser, worked, and then... I think like two years into it or a year and a half into it, I decided to go to college and by going to college in New York, they were hitting me with so much fees, like those out of state fees. And I was busting my ass and I was trying to do both, go to work and, and, um, wait, out of state because you weren't a resident or what do you mean by out of state fees? Yeah, they weren't trying. So New York, like, so I'd already been in New York for a year for school, mm-hmm. but because, uh, pops, um, are, so people, when I say pops, I'm talking about my stepfather, he's an accountant and, but he did my account, he's a CPA and he made, he did, um, people that know that means certified public accountant. He, I didn't know how many people didn't know what that meant, but, um, he, he did my taxes in Cali, I think. Mm-hmm. And I guess because I was in Cali, they didn't want to say that I was a New York resident working mm-hmm. out there for a year or whatever. So they weren't trying to like see me as a New Yorker. So they were trying to give me the out of state fees. Well, did you apply? Like, did you go to like the, the New York DMV and yeah, I got a new license and everything. New license, everything. You got a new license. Uh, but about they were my... still saying you were an out of state yeah. student. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I even did a whole school, like the cosmetology school was nine months. So I did that in New York plus the time, the, the, the in-between of taking the test and finding the job. So I was really in here for a whole year. Yeah. And they just wouldn't try to work with me on it. And it was a lot, man. I took, I think one semester of three classes cost me two grand. Yeah. So I had to make a choice. Um, I could do less cosmetology, double down in school, because that's, that's what Pops is going to help me with. He, he gave me the idea. He said, you know, well... We'll help you with your, some of your bills. You just focus on school and you work when you can and mm-hmm. where you can and you begin the process. And, um, and then that was the idea. And I think like the next week he hit me up and he goes, just move here. Just, just move, drop everything, drop your life, drive what you've been building for two years, come out here and do this college thing. And mind mm-hmm. you, I didn't even know what I was going to college for, really, for real. Like, I didn't know what accounting was. I went to college for accounting. Well, business administration, emphasis in accounting. I didn't know, I, I didn't know what accounting meant. Mm-hmm. Mom said it in a phone call, and I just went with it. Yeah. So, 
that's when I just like, when, and so I quit at that moment as a hairdresser. Like people was like, people would say, oh, you could do it when you get out there, da da da. Not really, because California need three thousand hours to be a hairdresser. Out in New York, you only need fifteen hundred mm-hmm. or seventeen hundred. And so when I left, I was I was kind of having I kind of had it as a like fallback when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I used it as. I was like, you know, if I don't, if I don't make it in school, I just go become a hairdresser still. I still go back, but I still want to, I'm going to try school. So that's when I quit. Like, that's when I quit cosmetology. And, um, and that was a big, that was a big one for me. But you didn't feel like, uh, like the J. Cole of cosmetology. The best at it. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think I could, like, I didn't, I didn't see myself as the hairdresser people would talk about working with Beyonce and, and, and being that behind the scenes dude. And, and to be honest with you, the more I thought about stuff like that, it kind of made my stomach hurt. About success? About that part of it, like that level of it to where, like, I'm getting all of these celebrities ready and pampered up and, and, and dressed up and hairdressed uh, and like makeup and, and um, hair color. And I'm making them all look amazing for their special night. Mm-hmm. But where's mine going to be? I, I, I saw sitting down at 19, if I stayed in this path, I'll just be always hoping everybody else get ready for their big day. Like they're always like, you know what I mean? And then, and then it was like, I didn't even feel I was that good to be on that level with them to try to work on Beyonce's hair, to try to give hold a, a lot an edge up to try you know what I mean like I didn't feel any of that I didn't have confidence in that like I thought I was good with hair but I didn't think I was the best and if I'm not the best at it why would I put my all into it and give all so much time to it anyway right well I, I think to wrap it up back to J. Cole um, or anybody who kind of quits on their own terms um I think passion is important for sure, but ultimately I think the humility of like knowing you have uh, more layers in multitudes uh, is partly what I think like, I think that's what it's about. Like in the larger scale, like mm-hmm. life, yeah. it's about learning what to quit and learning when to quit and learning that you're okay with quitting. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's it's. I think it's cool that there's more models of people, um, you know, that are are making things that seem like the end all be all. Uh, secondary or, or tertiary or whatever, just like, yeah, rap is not everything. <laughs> like, everything is rap, yeah. but uh, it's not this, like, it's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not that, it's not, it's not, it's not perfect. Okay. And the more things that seem vaulted, uh, losing how perfect they are, the more people have that latitude to just like, fucking, I'm out. Like the less things are important, the more 
the people who are actually giving to it and, you know, like expanding the thing, they have more power. Like J. Cole is more powerful now that he's saying like, all right, I'm going to leave rap alone or anybody, anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than um, capital R rap. Okay. Yeah. Like it's just a medium. Okay. It's just the way to it's it's just the way to express himself or it's just a way to make money. Like as soon as it becomes a a a, a job basically mm-hmm. or just like a function of a personality but not like the whole lifestyle of a person. Yeah. Then, you know, that person is way more powerful. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's when when it's almost like like when you hear those sayings, oh don't don't let uh don't let them work like that work the game, don't let it work you type of thing. Like mm-hmm. um in this situation with Cole, it's like like he's he knows he's more than just a rapper. Yeah. And that's what this is what it feels when I'm hearing it's like he's more of he's he knows he's more of a rap he's more than a rapper and now he's gonna show himself. Or or not. You know, or not. You're the right. person who the person who quits, and as a as a premier uh, retiring prodigy, <laughs> um, I forgot you did too. <laughs> um, you know, whatever happens afterwards, that's up to that person to determine if that's good for them or not. But the actual like, take my life in my hands, you know, supreme agency. I'm gonna remove myself from this thing that's not fulfilling me in the ways that I need it to fulfill me or not good for where my life is currently going. Uh, that's, that's the most important thing in the world. And you'll probably be thinking for the rest of your life, how, you know, what that ultimately means, but at least you took that step when a lot of people who reach that level feel like they feel chained to whatever fucking investment or mm. whatever uh esteem that that place gives them mm. um the j cole thing with the whole uh quitting and being above being um you know seeing he's more than rap itself um yeah man it's something i'm looking into myself and i'm showing that yes i'm more than a, a cosmetologist and then it's what's next and then the college thing was cool um, but yeah, now it's like, what do I want to do? Like, remember, I, I said it earlier in the podcast. I want to, I want to double down on being there for my friends and being there for people and acquaintances to, to lift them up. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I'm trying to figure out my next step, my next step. Who the fuck am I? My next step with that. Um, in the same regard to Cole, I just need to know how to bring people up. And I feel like I'm doing that with Ronnie and I'm, I'm employing him and, and throwing him, you know, uh, and, and, and what it's, it's you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I'm trying to get people to 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 you know to not under my wing because that sounds weird, but to just come with me. Like, so let's do some shit. Let's just do creative things. Let's let's just do it. Whatever we want to do, creative wise, let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can do it well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's what I'm thinking on next stages. Like on the next point, one my life, like that's where I'm at. Like I don't want to retire from my current field because 
employing me, giving me money. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's feeding the podcast. Um, it's not the hardest job to do. So, uh, but eventually, yeah, I feel like I will get to that point where I, I'll, I'll, I'll grow where I'm at. Um, and maybe I don't want to do accounting for the rest of my life. And it's one of those things where the test itself, the CPA certified perfect public accounting test is something you can take whenever. So mm-hmm. if, if all I have to do is get the, the some of the, whatever is the, not the requirements, but the, to make me eligible for it, that's a few classes here and there. It's like, it's not a now thing. And I think I know I'm solid in accounting. Like I don't feel in the way I feel in accounting, the way I feel in the cosmetology. Like I don't think I'm the best at accounting, but I know I'm, I'm, I'm solid. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very confident in my, in myself, in my accounting ability. So now it's like turning, I mean, my birthday's coming up. So I'm like thinking about a lot, like uh, whenever my birthday comes around, I get a little, um, a little more emotional, a little sappy because I'm remembering a lot. And so this is like, this is part of my, 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 my year thing. Like I just start thinking about the next stages and, and, and what do I want to drop and what I want to pick up. Mm. So yeah, that's what Cole, this is why it, it jumped off to me that Cole said he's going to retire because I mean, cause people were saying he's in his, his prime. I mean, we're, he's on, he's in his prime. So mm. why leave in your prime? Uh, we we've you know you're established to you know be a family, but then but then it's like yo I get that too because I heard his album I heard his album with the family I think um for your eyes only and that whole vibe to me people didn't like it because it like I mean it was the first you know, did you hear Chance's new album no nah. it was like his album like apparently Chance says I love my wife a lot in the whole album yeah apparently that's what Jay Cole's was he was the originator that first one to do it before. <laughs> with this album called For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. And that's the kind of vibe that I got. But I, I, I haven't listened to Chance's album. Um, so I, you know, I, I have no, no, no opinions there. But the whole J. Cole's album made me understand why he could retire. Because it's like, oh, he's, he's folding clothes. He's, he's with his, his girl. He's watching her sleep. She passed out. She, she fell asleep while folding clothes. So he jumped in and helped. His family. He's, he's, he's you know what I mean? He's. He's growing more into himself as a as a human being than than an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and so it's like when how how does a regular person do that himself? Like how does he take from? Because you said remember we were talking about how we look at our family and we we learn what not to do, right? I mean for the most part for the most part there's some real lessons in there the, too, but yeah yeah. So that's what we're doing. I'm doing with this situation too. Like I'm just what can I learn from him retire if he retires at that stage like because normally you retire when it's over right but he's it's, it's not over so, mm-hmm. so what is that like how do uh, what happens for him then like how does he like i want to that's kind of what i'm kind of observing is, is it and is it weird that i'm valid is it validation that i'm not validation but is it weird that i am i guess looking at him too much as a mint because i call myself a social media i have a group that i want to start it's called smm mm-hmm. social media mentees um, which are basically, you know, I don't want to go into it because I want people to take it, but it's like that where, where like he, I feel like he's a mentor to me. Like he's my social media mentor. I've been watching him and how he moves and I've been applying it to my own life. So, but is it weird? Is it, should I be doing that? I mean, he's no, he, he's no, I, I don't know him from a, from a, from paint, whatever that saying is. I don't, I don't like, I don't know. He couldn't be nothing like me. You know what I mean? So I'm feel like I'm obsessed. I'm putting too much into it in an obsession and an obsessive type of way that might not be healthy. 
Uh, it is weird. But I think all fan culture is weird. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, like, I don't know, man, because it's just like you take inspiration from where you, you're inspired. And if something stops inspiring you or your feelings change about that person, then it's like doesn't invalidate what you were feeling or what you experienced with that person. But, you know, you you people are only in your life for a finite amount of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just. That's it. You know, that's mm-hmm. all you got. And, uh, you know, as long as you're not delusional with it, you know, as long as you don't think like, oh, man, like, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that with that person in mind, not in terms of working together, but like with their success in mind, Mm -hmm. uh, without doing any of the hard work, without doing the research, without understanding that like, you're seeing all this work that they're doing, but you never saw any of the work that they did before to get to the point yep. to even get on your radar. Yep. So it's just like, um, as long as, as your eyes are focused on them from a vantage point, that's not just like super far away. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're like in whatever you consider the mix to be and you're doing things that you're proud of, uh, then it's like, um, it's entertainment. Like it's, it, it, when your heroes become like closer to your peers and then you just can watch them from like a perspective of like, Oh, I wonder what this person's up to. That's, that's pretty dope. That's, that's a good place to be. Cause then it just means that like, it's something in addition to you, um, what you're, what you got going on. Like you can't focus, you can't, you can't be a stand if you're out here, like if you're working on your own projects and you're running yourself ragged and you don't have the time mm. to consume all their content, content. Yeah. Like it's literally, there's never been like a, a working stand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you know, if you find yourself, you know, with way too many opinions or way too many, like, you know, time, quality time with this person in terms of like their output, then yeah, reevaluate. But I don't think it's weird to have people who you think are doing it right, especially because it's like, um, you're still searching for that thing you can't quit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That... Whoa. I hella agree with that. Yeah. I'm looking for something to break me. I'm looking for that challenge that I can't beat. Or that thing that you feel you could do whatever, like, forever. Like that thing that like um, good result, bad result, win, lose, or draw, you would still do 
regardless of if there's any validation or any feedback or anything like that. Like, like for me, it was partly stand up uh, that I could probably do forever and not get no places that I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's more about writing in general is that thing that I could do without anyone reading it or without anyone, you know, giving me compliments about it. And the piece I have about that is way greater than like being dope at something that's not entirely fulfilling. So like I could quit comedy, I can't quit writing. Okay. And you know, you are on a path to find that thing that you can't quit. So that's where all the quitting to do to get to that is important. You quitting cosmetology or whatever ends up being your career. Mm-hmm. You finding that thing that like your version of writing is uh, is integral, and sometimes that's family, sometimes it's other shit. But um, or and you can't. The funny thing is, you can't see it because <laughs> you're usually like focused on that thing that you want to do. Tunnel vision, tunnel vision. But you know, as soon as you find it, you'll know. Yeah. Weirdly enough, that it feels like this. Just podcasting and talking to people, be it 101, and eventually when I get it to three or four people at a time, it's... Because I've written before, right? Like, I mean, in the same regard, it's like this... The podcast to me is my, the comedy it was for you. Like, to me, I write. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what really heals me, or at least helps me heal, is writing. Mm-hmm. I've been writing my whole life. I had a Harry Potter diary in elementary school. Like, So, right, you're right. Like, they, that's something that I will do always without a care about validation or about anything else so but the um so yeah i think that's that's true yeah and no point going with that i just saw the similarities in that uh <laughs> wow look at that we had that long convo about a j cole retirement see i knew we could do it <laughs> i knew we could do it you want to hit some of these questions that we got uh yeah all right hopefully i don't don't i don't mess up Messed up. Hopefully it still is recording while I look for this pictures. Okay, guys. Here's a question from a YGAS listener. Um, sifting through fi- pictures, I got license plates in front of me. You know, somebody hit my car, fam. No. This week, yeah, they hit my car bad. They didn't hit my car bad, but like bumper act, fender bender. But it's the second one in a year. Like, and it hasn't been a year yet since the first other one that I had this year that I haven't still fixed because I'm just like, I don't know if it's laziness or I want to wait for the last minute, but whatever. Here's a question Is Selena Gomez wife material? <laughs> what do you, what do you think? Uh, no, nah, that's. It's she has a she has a follow up question that's okay. uh, she was just like on a serious note on her next one but like yeah Selena Gomez being a wife well, answer material. the question that you got to let the people know yeah um is Selena Gomez I don't know much about her only only what I see yes or no yes okay 
Next question. <laughs> on a serious, next question. On a serious note, uh, this is from the same person. Uh, would people be willing to give up bad habits for their dreams? Uh, depends. Depends on the will, right? Nah, I think <laughs> I think ultimately, like giving up bad habits, um, is like depends on what those habits are. You know what I mean? Why do you, why do we say bad habits like we haven't heard that bad and good is subjective? Uh, I just think it's um like it's more of about um uh what are effective habits for that thing that you want to do, and I think a lot of like it's just an energy mostly thing, you know, not like intent or whatever, but like um. If someone's like, oh, you got to like hustle, you got to grind, you got to, you can't be going out with your friends on the weekends. It's like, well, depends on what you're grinding for, mm-hmm. what you're grinding with. And if the things that you need to do needs you to be working that hard, because most of it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> important to be regimented in everything you do, mm-hmm. I think, but it's still like. You can hang out with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to grind in that hard. Especially when it's just like, I think a lot of the stuff that says, like a lot of self-help stuff is all about like, it's like this self-perpetuating thing where it's just like, if you get four people to come to this seminar and then they get four people to come to this seminar, you're on the wave. Everybody's motivated. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And it's just like <laughs> head hunters and it's such a it's such a it's such a not a scam, but it's like it is a pyramid scheme. It's like a hype uh a perpetual hype machine and it's 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 very silly when like most people will tell you that like, Well, I did grind, but I also have a family member in the entertainment industry or I went to a school that I got into for free mm-hmm. and they had microphones and here I am. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. It kind of just happens. What are some bad habits you think you have that are, are getting in the way of your dreams? Oh, sheesh. Bad habits. That's a good question. I probably should ask you that question. Um, bad habits that I think that I'm, um, definitely my, uh, anger, in my passive, it's not passive aggressive, but it's like aggressive aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> real aggressive. <laughs> so I'm always like trying to deal with that bad habit and 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 trying to have clarity while in that state because I'm never not going to be upset and be that upset about something, but I can. And what I'm learning is I can't I I can't choose how do I respond mm. to it. Yeah, and um, because. Whew, it, it will fuck up your dreams. Like, you know what I like to do? Some like I, I did this, and this is I, I like I like that I did this, and I think I'm gonna do it in the future. But it's I was so upset one day that I took my water bottle and I slammed it on the floor. Mm. I was at the office. I wasn't in the office. I was walking outside in the neighborhood. I was going to walk outside, and I just threw it on the floor, and then the the water rose up over an SUV over that car and splash it with water. That's how powerful that was. Mm-hmm. The the mechanism that you drink from completely shattered, mm-hmm. completely obliterated. Like 
bomb obliterated. I didn't think I had that in me. Yeah. And afterwards, I looked at it. I looked at the water bottle. I looked at the car. I was happy I didn't hit the car, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, <laughs> I started laughing because now I didn't have a water bottle. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you break stuff and you destroy things, the mess of it, sure, it's, you have to clean it up. But it's like now you don't have what you, I like that water bottle. I use that water bottle. Yeah. I don't have it anymore. And it was because I was angry. Yeah. And for a moment, I wanted to break something. And at all, everything in my path, in my vision, I felt like that was the best alternative to everything else that I could break. Mm. And I did that. And it showed me why I shouldn't break it, break anything else. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I can have anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the kind of a bad habit that I'm working on. Um, but I, and what I want to do again is start breaking things, just going out and breaking old old like car parts or something like just e- expressing myself physically because i go to the gym mm-hmm. I'm, I'm consistent with the gym but it's now it just feels like i'm building up all of this strength and it's not going anywhere now mm-hmm. so um so yeah like and then also when i get upset i get silent and i don't express myself the way i want to um so that's a bad habit i mean it's it's affecting my dream now like i, I, I need to get out of um my shell when I um, when I feel away, like I should always express myself no matter what, and just choose how I do it. And it's very important that I figure that out because I I lashed out on a person at the gym. Like, dude, I was at the gym. It was a hard day. Boss is really giving it to me. Wait, pause. Like it, it was. <laughs> she was just. It was. It was a lot. And um, I went to the gym, and this dude tried to cut in line on the bench and I was already standing there. I was waiting there and I just wanted to get to this machine and he tried to like talk to the go around me and talk to the person and ask him if, uh, how much time he had left. And I was so upset by that. I walked to them. I walked past them and I was not going to say anything, but then it all hit at a standstill. It was like the feather. And I just turned around and I let him have it. Like I just let him hear how much of an asshole I thought he was for that. Like what the fuck? Like, I'm standing here. Do you not see me? And now it's like, now I have to uh, isolate that anger because my mind would go to race. And it's like, yo, am I black? And that's why you don't see me, da 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 And, and then I go down the rabbit hole. So it was like, and I exploded. Like, and I, like, he was like, he was like, oh, just calm down. I was like, no, don't, calm me to, don't tell me to calm down. I'm already on this level. Either get to my level or shut the fuck up. That was my word verbatim. And that's where I was at. It was like, and that's not good. <laughs> and even he said it. This is why, I, this is kind of where I got it from. He said, you, you could choose how to handle it. Even, and this is how I knew, even in that, alter, in that moment, I had grew uh, uh, further because I even let him get on that high horse and try to, like, tell me, you, uh, you, you don't have to do things like that, da 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 like, he, he, like, like, basically, like, he was in the right. When, in reality, I, I was right. I just didn't handle that correctly. So that's kind of what I notice about my bad habit of anger and what I've been working on. Um, because it's not going to take me anywhere. You know, about my, we've watched our father lose a lot with his anger. And yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he's our lesson to me. I mean, that's what I laugh from him. I mean, he, he, he didn't teach me how to ride a bike. He didn't teach me how to talk to girls. He didn't teach me. Um, he taught me how to throw a bowling ball. He, he taught me a lot about that, but, um, how to manage my anger. He, he, he showed me why I should, um, because you lose it all when you, when you, when you do that, when you don't control yourself. 
but man, I felt good saying. I don't know if I can keep going, but five. So let's uh, so let's find a question. That was a good question. I mean, do you have any bad habits you want to throw out in the next minute or so? Do you think it's affecting you in your dream? Uh, dehydration. I uh, hate getting up to get water, <laughs> and that's really affecting my mood. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start drinking more water. Wow, you're just so much uh, outer layer than. Am I too deep this episode? Was this episode? I'm gonna call it. A, that's the title of this episode. Too deep. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. That's for the people to decide. Yes. Which thank you, listeners and storytellers. I've noticed the numbers. I've started to look, guys. I've gotten over myself. Some episodes have gotten 40 views. That's more than even my church has in their congregation right now. Uh, no shade. I love y'all. Just um, dunking on God. <laughs> Wait till you hit those actual in church numbers, though. Right. <laughs> you over here, oh, they don't watch the thing that they already went to. Right. No, I mean, we, we're doing it right now. Like, Mm-mm. like they're not like, they're, sure, they're watching, but are they asking questions? Ooh, Ooh. That's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah. So, um, but shout out to the listeners. I really appreciate you guys. I'm glad you guys have enjoyed, enjoyed us uh, in these episodes. Um, we have one final question I want to ask, and then we can get out of here with the, uh, with the last song. Um, here's a question. Why are people so easily offended by toppings you put on your pizza? <laughs> Why are people, um, offended by that? Um, well, I mean, you know, I think people have too many opinions now. And when you start letting pizza affect your day, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just like, oh, we have, we've hit it. We've hit peak. Opinions you hit the takeosity. The fucking takes have taken over. Their car they're starting Skynet, and now all the humans are gonna die because they got too reliant on takes. Uh, I've, 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 I've turned robots from the future into opinions, mm. and we're just drowning in a sea of it. And there's no way. There's no way we can come back. It's it's, it's gonna be a. It's it's gonna be nuclear. <laughs> war but with takes yeah yeah you're right i honestly think people put pineapples on their pizza are psycho killers that's what i've always thought i'm sticking to it I'm see uh oh i lost my brother to the takes yeah you yeah i'm sorry it's been, it's been a take from a long line of childhood like i've never thought pineapples on pizza was a thing it should be a thing it's pineapples damn it <laughs> not pizza toppings i would i would hope everybody out there heed my warning <laughs> To stop having opinions about pizza. <laughs> it's fucking bread. <laughs> it's bread. How much opinions do you have on whole wheat? <laughs> How much opinions do you have on focaccia? <laughs> now I get it. If you do not have the agency and opportunity to get your own toppings on your own pizza. <laughs> if you are a child. If you are a baby. And you have to eat the pizza that the everybody else is eating. Mm. But you, if you have $20 in your bank account, I want you to go to the nearest pizza place, get the pizza that you want, and shut the fuck up about other people's selections of ingredients. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right, guys. This is November 17th. I'm going to start saying the dates because they come out when they come out. Uh, we tried our best, but, you know. Uh, these episodes, I want them to come out weekly, guys. Sometimes I'll double up, but um, right now, people are working. Ronnie's in school. 
I'm working toward an IMAX so I can record, so I can do, so I can help him out when he, when he doesn't have time. Um, but I'll, um, but yeah, man, thank you for OJ for coming in and sitting down with me on this interview and, uh, uh, helping me not help. I mean, yeah, helping me, uh, with conversation. Um, because that's how I think I am understanding myself a little bit more is talking to people, talking to the people, um, about everything. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. If you could please play that song by Partisan Fontaine, shout out to him. I didn't shout him out this whole time, but it was not on the rundown. Um, I'll give you time because I got to big him up anyway. I mean, shout out to this Newberg, about to be Newberg's. I mean, he's already a star, already a star. But the Newberg legend that I see before me, he's about to. He's 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 he just released his new project and it sounds so good. It sounds so so good. The song that I'm about to play is the first from his album. I've been playing it for the last ten. I mean, I, I played it for ten minutes, just hearing every bar over and over again. And I am so excited for him. This quarter is going to get crazy for him. And I don't know, maybe um, I'll go to New York and I can sit down with him and just have a, have a, have a convo and, and just hear about his life and his story and, and, and get that feedback. And, and um, um, it's dope. Um, it's just dope. I'm so happy for him. Like if you guys don't know why you don't need to, uh, if you know why, if you know me, if you know the history, if you know anything about, anything about my life you'll understand why i'm so happy for this guy and i want him to win hell i want him to win i want him to win and it's going to be amazing to see it because i know it's i know it i know it um but you got it you ready all right this is uh the song title is uh not there yet by Fa- partisan partisan fontaine so we're calling him that because i know it's i know his real name <laughs> um Look, I paid a note for a car I don't drive A crib I don't stay in For my baby mama, I ain't tripping, I'm just saying Before y'all come to me and ask for something for free Knowing I got a kid, y'all gotta be kidding I sleep in the same bed I did when I was 12 I ain't complaining, I brought that on myself I said I'ma struggle but I'ma grind I'ma flex when it's time Sleep diagonal Cause my feet hang off the edge every time It's so much that y'all don't know about Like all the things I go without Shit that I see niggas with I want, but I be holding out I'm sitting and I'm chilling I'm working and I'm waiting It's crazy How you gotta be eager and still patient You can't work a regular job Cause locally you famous On top of all that Throw a baby in the equation Is that your heartbeat? I can hear it nigga Welcome to my world Is you scared, nigga? Sometimes I think a lot More times I drink a lot Where I'm from, niggas take you out For shit they think you got Bitch that you don't even like Kill you cause they think you pop Swear to God I love my hood But I don't even be hanging out Half the people cheering for you Other half don't care for you Women used to curb me Now they ask why I ain't hear from you Everybody want a piece They all need they share of you Niggas doing favors so they could bring up what they did for you Nah, I don't need it bro But I see you though Fuck was niggas at when they repoed my vehicle I was out here stressed I was down in vex I sent you a text I guess you didn't see it though Feel like we almost there Like just to find a stretch But that congratulations save it Cause I'm not there yet I know that God still got me He ain't forgot me yet but I'm still pushing, I'm still praying, cause I'm not there yet. I put that on the set, I put that on the set. We gon' be there soon, but we not there yet. I say thank you to my angels, I know I've been blessed. 
But keep guiding my steps, cause I'm not there yet. Yeah. Again, that was that was um not there yet, man. I say thank you to my angels. I know I've been blessed, but keep God in my steps because I mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. That's that's deep, my G. I respect it. Um yeah, many blessings. Many blessings. One.